Welcome to a new episode of Free Talk. Today we have some guests. This is Shani. And this is Aya. Today is a round table of mothers. We have Abina, Tisa, and of course Shani. As a parent, I understand all that we need to do and need to be for our kids. So I want to share alongside other mothers I know what we are doing in this day and time. Remember to subscribe to our podcast. You can email us at freetalk.ca at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram to keep up to date with upcoming episodes. We are available on Spotify, Radio Public, Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts. So you could find us at many places. Welcome ladies to Free Talk. Please introduce yourself and let us know how you're doing. Hi, my name is Abina, and I'm a working mom. I'm also um, a healthy, well, living a health, trying to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, I like to encourage people in, to encourage people to live a healthy lifestyle with my Instagram by sharing all the tips and the tricks and things that I learned along my journey. Um, Currently, I am at home until it's time to get back to work. Hi, I'm Tisa. I'm also a working mother and I'm working from home during this great pandemic. Um, I have a son and um, basically I also have um, a YouTube channel called Testify Thursday, which is just sharing God's love, sharing positivity. Um, I just wanted to put ideas and thoughts out there that are just all around good vibes and see what happens with that. I can share that with you all in terms of the YouTube channel later, if you'd like as well. And I'm doing pretty good with the pandemic. My son's all right. We're just getting through the days. <laughs> it's great to have these ladies here with us on this episode. This is Shani, of course, and I'm a working mom as well. And I'm working on the new aspects of my life with my writing and this podcast. Right now, I'm okay. Things are, you know, they still need to be tackled, but I'm good. Okay, good to hear. Um, since this episode is about moms in quarantine, could you let us know a bit, basically how old your kids are and a bit about them? Well, I have a son. He just turned 11, uh, going on 40. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's growing well. He's um, into science, actually. He loves anything to do with science and arts and crafts. Um, during the pandemic, we've done things like um, build things out of popsicles. We've also built things out of like a ceramic uh, type of material. He refuses to go outside, so I'm still working on that. <laughs> um, we ventured a little bit out today. Mostly he stayed in the car, but we did go into a, a smaller store that not too many people are there. So he's, he's uh, coping. Other than that, he's on anything electronic. Well, I have a little girl. She's seven years old. Um, She loves to dance. She will dance to anything. She will dance to anything. Um, What we've been doing during this time at home, um, we do take walks. She likes walking. She's an outdoor person just like myself. And um, yeah, she's been coping pretty well with all this. She does miss school, but she's doing okay. She's still upbeat and optimistic and still enjoying like going with the punches she's my my champ that's good and uh i have a girl as well she's 12 years old she just graduated from elementary school on her way to big girl school although like you said team i'm going on 40 so we'll just leave that there (laughs) she's a very strong character but uh during this time she has also um coped really well Um, she's into sciences as well. Um, I bought her so many science books. She loves to read, loves, loves to read. So I bought her, um, a whole series of books as well. Um, 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 she's into fantasy books. So, um, I bought her a whole bunch of those things. Um, and yeah, um, she does, like you said, miss school. Um, Abina, she really, really misses her friends, but again, she gets to play with them on, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this name, Roblox. Robux, one of those games. <laughs> so she gets to play with them on uh, on that and talk to them, you know, through the phone. That's pretty cool. 
Um, and I guess since this has started um, with schools being closed and working from home, um, or well, in my case, I'm not actually working from home unless I'm doing this podcast and a few other things on the side. Um, I just wanted to know um, until we're back, like, and the kids are home 24 seven, being a mom is such like the hardest thing in the world. Um, it yes, definitely has its pleasures um, with the sciences, going through the science books with um, Samara, discovering what she actually knows about science and that she wants to actually join like the NASA program. It, it was like, that was really, really good to hear um, because she does love to read, um, not read, but um, to color. Um, and then um, anything artsy as well, but to know that she also likes something concrete um, does help, you know? And so she's been letting me know her little tidbits here and there. Um, so basically um, we've had to do more now than ever, you know, combining um, basically uh, homeschooling, being a mother 24 seven, um, how do you occupy your kids' time during this during this period? Um, for me, it's mostly taking um, taking walks outside. Okay. Um, we do play board games sometimes. She does do her dancing, <laughs> um, and there's also some schoolwork that the school sent us for her. So yes. there's um, there's this great website that we found too, Cat Academy, that that gives us as a parent the progress of what she's doing so that's what I'm I am having her do at least an hour a day just to keep her going because if it wasn't for school she would be in camp right now and yes so trying to keep her at least a minimum of an hour of doing something other than like just watching her tablet the whole entire time yes I got that too well I do work early in the mornings um so I try not to make too much noise to wake him up, <laughs> but uh, there are times when he'll get up really early and I try to give him a routine in the mornings, whereas he'll get up, he'll brush his teeth, wash his face, bathe, um, look to make his bed, do his Bible reading. He ha Well, Bible reading, he has a, a devotional for kids rather. Mm -hmm. um, so I try to make him do that every morning. Um, and his version of a children's Bible to read, um, basically a chapter is maybe three or four pages. So he'll have that in his routine to do every morning and then get it and get his breakfast, obviously. Um, try to make him a little independent, make his own thing. Um, <laughs> um, we also uh, do our little arts and crafts, as I said, um, prior to the whole um, pandemic uh, and them actually having a schedule for the children in school um, I would actually go online and find things for him to do in terms of schoolwork um, then we also started him into the coding thing uh, that was offered as a program so he he got into that as well um, we do have to get a, a little better handle on it I suppose but um, I'm thinking of getting some his own computer so that he could actually do the coding and see how it goes. Um, going outside, we we ventured out. <clears throat> sorry, we ventured out. He did a little bit of skateboarding, just around the area. Went for walks around the park and things like that. Um, but like I said, he's not really looking to go outside. Yeah, <laughs> he would be on electronics. <laughs> But I do try to get him off of it. Like today, for instance, it was a TV-free day. So, yeah, trying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And for me, too, in my case, it's it's hard to, being her, that she's older and she's always, you know, wanting to be on the computer and stuff like that. But we do have our schedules. Well, we get up, um, she makes up her bed. She, she has to do the same routine as if she was going to school, get her breakfast, um, and then she will start on her schoolwork. I know it's summertime, but I've always had her doing something during some summer, like um, she'd go to tutoring um, for like an hour. So it's the same process, you know, I don't wanna 
her to lag behind. And so that's why I've always had like summer school for her. And then, you know, um, again, reading, she loves to read so she can finish a book in one day. So things like that. Um, and then towards the afternoon, um, usually when school would be ending, she's allowed to go on the computer and, you know, talk to her friends and things like that. Okay. Well, her finishing a book in one day is amazing. Even I can't do that. <laughs> yes, I mean, <laughs> I can't. But, um, <laughs> oh, that one? Um, well, this is, this is one book that she reads. Oh, here it is. Wow. And it's this one, the ones that she, the new series she's reading has like 300 and, I can't even remember. Nope, 435 pages. In one day. In one okay, day. she's amazing. She's amazing. So now that you guys kind of talked about your kid's schedule, can you tell me a little bit about your schedule and how you're able to do it, you know, having your kid with you? <laughs> so for me, it's not easy because I don't just have um, my daughter with me. I have my mom as well. So um, she likes to call herself um, that she's a kid again. So I get my name called like 50 million times a day. So I have to negotiate between the two of them. So basically the time I have to myself, um, if I feel like it, mostly I wake up earlier than they are and like go downstairs and have my coffee and, you know, start, you know, my day slowly. Um, but mostly I'm a night owl. Um, I will stay up until two, three. Three is, yeah, I know I'm loco or psycho, whichever one you like to call me. <laughs> but that's the only way I can decompress from the day and not have anybody call my name so unfortunately but I've always been like that too I've always been more of a night owl so it's just basically stayed with me because if I go to bed early I'm going to wake up anyways at three four stay up for a bit and then go back again so that's why I'd rather you know go to bed later I feel oh. you but you're crazy <laughs> Well, I, I can definitely say I'm somewhat in the same boat as Shani because, yeah, I only have one person calling my name, however, but luckily he doesn't call me too, too often. He is more or less independent, um, and if he has what he wants, electronics, whether it's computer or whatever, I'll never hear him call my name. <laughs> I have to actually tell him, go eat, go do this, go do that, get off of it, you know? You're lucky. Um, yeah. Listen, I don't know if it's luck or, you know, I'm doing my child wrong. Who knows? <laughs> no, no. She just likes to disturb me. That's that's just it. <laughs> She'll be doing her computer and she's like, mom, mom, mom. I'm like, yeah. She goes, I need to hug you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> At least you get hugs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe because he's a boy, I, I that. But uh, not to say that he isn't um, very compassionate and, you know, sensitive, but some people yeah, are emotional, you know? You know? <laughs> it's just the girl thing, maybe. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but I wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely think that in terms of me time, it, it's when he's asleep. <laughs> That's pretty much it. I'll, I'll be up watching TV and then the TV ends up watching me. You know, and at some point in time, I'm like, oh, yeah, the TV's on. Let me turn that off and fall asleep, you know? So then that's probably why I'm, like, so tired in the morning. But that's my me time. Or sometimes on the weekends, if I'm at church, singing is my me time. You know, we'll sing at church and stuff like that. Um, as well, maybe some Friday nights we'll go out. Um, my other half and I will go and you know, just chill with a couple of family friends, and that's it. Well, for me, my schedule has pretty much stayed almost the same, except for going to work. That's really it. My morning, I get up almost at the exact same time, well, I did at the beginning, which was like 4 a.m., and then I kind of pushed it, because I was like, I have nowhere else to go, so I can sleep as late as I want. And um, my e my lunch lunch time is the same time. It's the same thing. I have lunch almost at the exact same time I would if if I was at work. And then dinner is almost the exact same thing. But yes, as the weeks passed, it kind of changed, and I went to bed later and later. But yes, my schedule pretty much stayed exactly the same. 
I yeah I like um I like having everything <laughs> in a certain way to make sure that she knows exactly what to expect at certain times in a certain way I it, it because change is inevitable that's for sure yeah. so whatever to keep as stable as possible I will for her that's definitely yeah I understand that yeah yeah I feel Abina and I are like that because we were raised by the same dude and her dad <laughs> is just like. He, he keeps a schedule, so he makes sure nothing is missed. We do everything, you know, in a right time so that we do get enough sleep. We do schedule what we need to stay healthy, to stay well, to stay organized. So I, I totally understand that. Yeah. Always be an hour early for everything. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That used to happen, but not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. I, uh, I just get there on time, but I used to be able to. I used to do that, but not anymore because I, yeah, but... That's the mentality, that's the yeah. mindset that I have. That yeah, have. I try. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. I, I think you have a point there, Shania. I don't know if it's since I got a car, but I used to always be early. <laughs> and now that I have a car, I'm like, yeah, I still got five minutes to get there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Terrible. So true. I'm oh. still early and I have a car. <laughs> I'm still oh. early. Like, I'll keep the car it's our now, father. But I'm exactly. still early. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Me, it's getting my mother out the door on time. Oh my gosh. I will be ready, but just like she's just slow. <laughs> Shani, she's old. You're so mean. I know, I know. <laughs> and she doesn't care anymore either. So <laughs> And she doesn't have to. At her age, she's at the age of I don't need to care. Yes. So, um, what's great about this is that I've gotten to get a better look into my daughter's world. Um, I've learned that she is um, a little bit of more of a homebody as well. I thought she was like a person who liked to, you know, venture out and and do more things, but she is more of a homebody, like I am. Um, talking on the phone with her friends, like I said before, is um, what she's been able to do and she doesn't complain. Um, but I've gotten to understand also that she's very affectionate, very, very affectionate during this time, um, even more so than before. Um, maybe it's because the, you know, the stability in the environment is not there. Maybe she's feeling those vibes. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but, uh, I basically learned that if I speak to her, um, I don't have that rush, you know what I mean? Where I was like, okay, do this and do this. And because I said so and blah, blah, blah. No, I got the time to actually talk to her, like sit down and talk to her about certain things. Especially now that she's going to be, you know, she's a teenager soon. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's basically what we've been doing. And then what I've learned about myself as a mother is that um, I guess I'm more, I've become a little bit more patient. I've been working on that. Um, so that I've seen in the last um, few weeks. Um, it's, it's, it's a process, but it's, I'm a little bit more patient. And um and that I can do things as a person. Like, look at this podcast. I mean, you always say you want to do something, but I've never, I've never thought I would be this much into it. You know, I thought I'd be just on the surface. And but I honest have been. <laughs> she's been pushing me, so I'm getting out of my bubble <laughs> and learning more and doing more um, in that aspect. You know, not obviously outside the house, but doing more um, as a person. Um, and I guess about this time, it, it, what's happened is I get to open so much more of my mind and see where else I can go and what else I can do. Um, my daughter has a magazine creation that she wants. So we've been working a bit on that. She wants to do her own merchandise. Um, she's already on Instagram, things like that. You know, um, she does her own TikToks. Some of them are funny, some of them are not. <laughs> so basically I've been working on 
yes, I've been working on myself, but also working on her at the same time, you know, because they need to, you know, see where the strength comes from. And we're a pretty strong women. And I'm, I'm, I, I knew that, but now I know that. So basically, what have you ladies learned about your child and yourself during, you know, this, this home journey? Um, well, I've learned about Kaya. Well, pretty much. I've learned about Kaya. Um, that yeah, she is uh, affectionate. And I do, I did enjoy this time with her having the time off, actually getting to slow down and like, really like have the time to listen to her and hear what's actually going on in school, what's actually going on, rather than, okay, you have homework to do. You got to go to bed. You got to go eat. After that, it's bed. Next day, same thing. Next day, same thing. And I like having those, like, late-night uh, chats that we have when we lie down in bed, and I just talk to her. So that's that's what I enjoy and will continue to enjoy anyways um, after all, even when I go back to work. Um, I do know that she does miss her friends a lot because she does miss like her 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 friends like the people that are her age and they talk exactly the same way and she gets to play with them and enjoy time with them um as for me what i've i've learned is that i need to slow down a bit too and really like uh take time for myself i've got to remember to do and keep on doing after i go back to work and continue on forever with my son, um, I've learned the good, the bad, and the all in between. Um, <laughs> um, so he is a child who is very much own weighed. He likes things his own way. No matter what you say, he's going to do what he wants to do. And I'm trying to explain to him um, why it's better to do something that you're told. And we're getting there. Um, but I also know that he is extremely smart and not to say that, oh, my child is smart. Oh my gosh. You know, he's a golden child, but he, I knew he was smart, but I didn't realize how smart he was. And so just with things that he retains and that he can recite, I'm, I'm just amazed and and getting his report card, I'm so happy. I'm such a proud mommy. But <laughs> at the same time, yes, uh, we have some things to work on. Um, but he's definitely, um, he's definitely uh, learning a lot uh, in terms of schooling and and how to organize himself with school and how he wants to deal with how to learn in school. And it's working for him clearly. So I'm just going to allow him to do that part of it in terms of his stubbornness, because it is kind of helping him in that aspect, believe it or not. Um, and uh, I always knew he was very sensitive in terms of a, a, an individual. Um, and I've got to definitely say that my patience has definitely been tested and tried. Um, I am growing with it, so I'm learning to have a lot more patience now, especially because, you know, it's your child. You, you have a soft spot for your child no matter what they do, good, bad, or not, you know? So, um, and in terms of the, the time, I've also learned for myself that I do need to slow down. I do need to look after me because things have happened in my life where it's just like, okay, are you going to hit rock bottom in terms of your health, in terms of this, you know? So it's like, yeah, you have to focus yourself. So that's something I definitely um, have learned and I'm working on continuously because it's not something that's just, you know, like, okay, one day you pick up and yeah, you do everything right. It's, it's a learning process and it's a continuous learning process to learn to take care of yourself and not just others. Yeah, that's true. Um, I know you guys talked a bit about, you know, the good things that are happening with your kids at home, new things you're discovering about them. But with everything that was before with going to school, having them on a strict schedule, is there like one benefit of having your kid at home that is really like, you're like, I'm so happy I got the opportunity for this 
So then going forward, when we go back out, I could still have this in their lives. Um, for me, it was cooking because I never had her in the kitchen as much. And now that I have her home, I have her in the kitchen more with me learning to cook. So that was one of the benefits I was able to do because before it was just like, go, go, go. I do it all. She just sits, waits for it to be prepared, and then I give it to her. Whereas now she knows how to make her own, like, okay, she could do her breakfast. She could do a little snack if she needs to all on her own now. So that's one of the benefits. Yeah, I got to say that's the same for me too. Samara has, she she knew how to cook before, um, say like um, her own grilled cheese, her obviously her breakfast. Um, but I find that she, even she wanted to learn more. So, um, I did her, she did grandma's, um, breakfast, all of grandma's breakfast the other day. So at least I can see, even though you're, you have to repeat, 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 you see that she's learning, she's taking it on and she's, you know, she's, she's, um, she's willing to learn basically, you know? And I love that because before it was like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> But it's, I like that. I like that she's learning to um, be independent um, on the things that matter. Um, I guess having her home also makes me able to talk to her so that she can listen. Because before we were so busy and you'd fling out, you know, advice here and advice there. But now you can actually sit them down. And I think I said that before and explain things to them, why things are the way they are um, and why they should be done, you know? Um, she's always had the manners, but it was more of um, getting the concept behind it, you know? Uh, I can agree with you all both on the cooking aspect. Um, he's wanting to do a little bit more. I mean, it probably helps that we have these automated things to cook. <laughs> but <laughs> it does help. Um, but I think in terms of being home, we were able to, um, let's say, attend church, quote-unquote church, more um, because not only do we have our Sundays, um, but we also had the Wednesday Bible studies. And then I had my own women's fellowship on Saturdays. So I'm hoping that um, I can continue with that. Our church is definitely looking to continue with the Zoom um, during our actual live church services. So that if I can't get there like a Wednesday night, you know, because my son's got school early in the morning, we got to be out the house at 7 a.m., I want to sleep, I can at least, you know, log on and say, okay, I, I've gotten a little bit of that. And he's, he's definitely a child who's always asking questions about God. So I'm very grateful for that as well, um, that he has a background and something to stand firm on. So... You guys talked a little bit about um, your kids not being able to obviously physically see their friends, so they go through different apps. How do your kids communicate with their friends, and is it as often as they would normally, or is it really something like once a week, you'll have like a Zoom or something, and then when this is all over, then, you know, playtime kind of goes back? Um, no, the, she, she talks to them mostly every day on um either through TikTok, Instagram, or, um, uh, I said the name before, Roblox, Roblox, whatever, that game. <laughs> um, so she does talk to them a bit every day. They have about an hour to play. So um, sh what she does, maybe a little bit more than an hour, actually, um, she does is she grabs my computer, my phone, and she has the house phone. <laughs> so, <laughs> And you have? Nothing. <laughs> Usually during, during those times, I would play a game with my mom or be cooking or something. I'll, I'll try and make sure I'm doing something. So I'm not, obviously not bored <laughs> as well. But um, yeah, that's what um, Samara does. Because, you know, um, especially at this age, especially maybe too being a girl she um she, she needed to connect with the friends and have you know that interaction with them and speak to them about certain things what i realized too is that she's started to value friendships and 
um, how she goes about taking care of her friends instead of just, you know, saying, this is my opinion and I don't want to hear what you say. So <laughs> she's actually, I, I, I noticed that. I like that about her too. Um, well, with my son, he's, uh, he mostly just, you know, connected with his friends from school through the Zoom meetings, but I mean, that's kind of over now, so. Yeah. Um, in terms of making friends, I try to push him to go outside to make friends, but I mean, it's obviously hard now with COVID, can't really do that, and he's a little skeptical of doing it within reason, you know? Yeah. Um, with good intentions, but um, I think, like, if I go to one of my, my sisters or you know, family members, he's more inclined to go there and enjoy time there. So for now, it'll be family or very close family friends who I know aren't out there on the front lines or, you know, yeah, anything of that sort. Um, for me, it's pretty much the same. Um, when uh, my daughter had the classes on um, Zoom, she would, after the class, she would talk with her friends. And after that's over, that kind of stopped. Um, if we see them in the park, she would stay about, uh, have her stay, at least say hi. And yeah, it's only seeing family or family friends that are close that she will be able to interact with kids of her age. So that's, yeah, that's it. That makes sense. And I have to ask this question. What has been the most challenging for you guys with the kids at home? I guess it's keeping them occupied because yes, Yes. You remember they had a schedule before. They went somewhere the before. Um, they had like their schedule. Yes, the schedule stays the same and you're home, but it's 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 not as long, you know. Class was an hour, you know, every class was an hour. So by the time you got back, it was two, you know, three o'clock. Um, and then you continue the rest of the day with homework, like Abina said, homework and cooking and feeding them and then they go. Um, but it doesn't last as long when you do it at home. So it's just trying to keep them um, off the computer as much as possible, entertained as much as possible. Um, because she has so many questions. So every time it's like, go Google it. But I'm like, didn't I just tell you don't go on a computer? <laughs> so <laughs> that's been hard. <laughs> But yes, it's just keeping their interest um, for the whole day. Because you have to remember, they wake up early and then for some hours, she doesn't like to go to bed. So sometimes at even 10 o'clock, she's still awake and I'm praying. <laughs> I'm not a mom, but I can understand that because when I do take care of my niece, I have her go to bed just a little bit later than she would, hoping that she'll sleep in. and. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so funny because when they were going to school, they wouldn't want to go to bed, they wouldn't want to wake up, but during quarantine time, all of a sudden they're up this this time and they're gone. I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I think the most challenging part definitely is one going to bed. Um I would sometimes go to bed and, or be in bed in the mornings and wake up and this child's already on the TV or fall asleep and wake up and, and go look and he's on the TV. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, really? Time for bed. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, challenging? Uh, I don't know. Um, I guess the work aspect of it especially when you have so many meetings and some of them are by, by video, just like, just a minute, just a minute, child, <laughs> like muting every two seconds. So yeah, I think those are the two most challenging. It's gotten a little better, but uh, again, to fully get him not to disturb the meetings, I got to put him on the TV. <laughs> it's so sad, but it's true. Yeah, I would I would agree with that too. Um, the most challenging thing is um, is keeping them entertained for those those eight hours that they would probably be in school, six to eight hours in school. Uh, for me, it's uh, 
trying to make sure that she's doing this, doing that, doing this. Because as, as of March 15th, I became mom, teacher, cook, doctor, everything all in one. So it's like, how do I balance this? How do I do this? So that was the most challenging thing to become now the teacher, the official teacher, learner, French, English, math, science, all of this all in one. And it's like, and I have no blueprint, no plan for it. So no. it was trying to figure that part out. So we kind funny. of figured it out. So it's like an hour a day and we're like, okay, we're good. I got reassurance that an hour a day is good enough for now. The teachers are well equipped to take them back when the school year starts. So I'm happy about that. <laughs> yes. Got a book from my sister. She's like, oh, mom, can you teach me Spanish now? I was like, what? Why? <laughs> No comment. I'm already teaching you French, English, math, science, and gym because gym is still a part of it, right? Right, right. And she brings home a book from my sister to say, oh, mommy, could you teach me Spanish now? <laughs> uh, just so you know, she also learns Korean and Chinese from me, but she won't bring <laughs> home a book. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I am a fitness enthusiast. I am a self-proclaimed foodie, definitely. Um, I am into meal prep, so I post a lot of um, things about the meals that I have and um, and trying to just encourage people to live a healthier lifestyle. I'm doing this in small steps because I believe that small steps equals to big results in the end. So that's why I am just sharing all my knowledge, all for free on my Instagram page at Abina Mulrain on Instagram. So it's A-B-E-N-A-M-U-L-R-A-I-N on Instagram. You'll find me there. Um, I'm also um, into personal development because reading is also giving you knowledge to help you feel, um, to give you that that positivity that you need on a regular basis because you need to keep on filling up your cup with positivity in order to stay positive. So that's what I do on Instagram. I share fitness tips, uh, nutrition tips that I learn, and definitely things that will help you feel better about yourself and help you grow as a human being. So with all this happening and you you guys have been through a lot, obviously, because A, it happened like right after winter. B, it's still going to continue until September. So what are you guys looking forward to when you can throw your kids back at their teachers? First, celebrate. I'm saying that calmly, but my arms went up in the air. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I seriously, I can't wait to be able for, for in the aspect of Samara, for her to go back and have that concrete um, structure. Um, it's just, it's, they need it. I, for Samara, I know she needs it. She needs structure. Otherwise she, she can't focus. And um, so she has been working on that, but oh my gosh, she needs um, to go back to school. And um Basically for me is just I'm not a social person, but I do miss my people. <laughs> you know me. I'm not a big, big social person, but I'm like, come on. We used to get together at least once every three months or whatever, you know? I miss that. <laughs> and I think we were due by that time, anyways. <laughs> so now it's even worse. But um uh, yeah. No, that's basically, <laughs> I just, again, having me time. I mean, for me, me time wasn't big per se during the day. Like I said, it was more at night, but at least when I was driving to work, um, I had my me time. When I was driving from work, that was kind of my me time as well. I, I miss those little, you know, um, times when I, I don't hear anybody else but the radio. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> um, what am I looking forward, what am I looking most forward to is talking to adults, honestly. Talking to more adults. <laughs> I have, I've played games with my daughter. I love my daughter to death. 
I do, I do. But yes, I do miss those moments when I'm in the car by myself, driving myself to work, and the music is blasting, and I'm singing at the top of my voice, mm-hmm. and I'm going to work. That that brief moment, commute to work and commute back. That's my time too. And yeah, talking to adults, hanging out with the people at work. I might not like them all, but at least they're adults. And I can talk to them <laughs> and enjoy and enjoy some adult conversation. So that's what I'm gonna miss about. And plus I do like I do miss my routine of getting up in the morning, mm-hmm. have somewhere to go rather than what am I gonna do today? Yeah. I'm just gonna clean a room or clean something. I, I do have I do like cleaning and I'm happy for the time that we had. It was amazing. It will never, hopefully never happen again in our lifetime. But I, I, do, I do enjoy it. But I do miss, yes, adult conversations and that commute to work that I used to get to do. Yeah, yeah I could agree with you there in terms of adult conversation. Um, I crave it. I would like to see something other than the four walls within this building. Um, but I, I have been venturing out a little bit to family friends, at least, um, maybe once a week for the past two, three weeks. So it, it's good to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Uh, I would like to have another spa day <laughs> after I send my child back to school. Um, but definitely miss the structure, especially since he's going to be going into grade six next year. I really am looking forward to him going back into school to get the proper teaching because I am not a certified teacher and my French is so limited in in a sense in terms of uh, trying to explain verbs and past tense and all these things. That is not my forte. I, I myself want to go back to school to learn a little bit of that. So how therefore can I teach someone else? Um, but yeah, <laughs> everything else, uh, math, I'm okay, you know, English, obviously, first language. Uh, I would hope my English is proper. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't mind doing the little bit of science with him because it's fun and it's experiments and so on. But I think definitely the structure with school is number one right after the spa day. I'm not a mom, obviously, but I feel you guys on seeing and talking to adults. I'm looking forward to those conversations. Obviously, I'm good with working at home, but yes, I do want to venture out there and see humans and talk to humans because what this time has done, you have people who, when you walk down the street, they're like, oh, good morning. How are you doing? They stay far, but still they have conversations with me. And there are the other people, when you say good morning, they're just like, did you, huh? Because everybody seems scared, like they need to be in their own space. So the social distancing also mess with people's manners. And that's something that I do not take. So it's just, it's interesting. So going back out, there will be a lot of will be back to some type of normal because I'll get to be able to talk to, you know, different people than the same people that I talk to all the time because I don't venture out as much. We have a quote for this episode and I wanted to do it with you guys here so you guys could speak on it. So the quote for today is, being a mother is learning about strengths you didn't know you had and dealing with fears you didn't know existed. Yeah, definitely. The the fear aspect of that, so on point right about now. Um, I'm like, put your mask on, make sure it's tight, don't touch nothing, put your hands in your pockets, you know. Like, if I was paranoid before, oh my gosh, you, like, now it's unbelievable. So, yeah, that, that quote is definitely great. In terms yeah. Of the time. I, yes, I do agree with that, too. The fear aspect is there, too. It's now learning to wash your hands um, for 20 seconds. Um, yes, sanitize it with you always. A mass is always mandatory now. It's... Uh, it's kind of scary, the thought also sending her back to school, but it's it's something that might has to happen. Yeah. But I mean, the thought is still there, but I'm like, it. I'm just hoping that they're, they're 
prepared enough that it will not we will not get sent back home because our kids got it that's yeah. what that's my biggest fear right now that's true but it's also a strength that we actually got through this we pulled together most of the people i know none of the people i know got it which was which was awesome that's that's the biggest strength that i know that i'm happy that everybody is safe and sound yeah um yeah my fear was it was that as well um i kind of because she's such an independent person i did um in the beginning she never went anywhere with me like nowhere and even when she went with me you stay in the car <laughs> i'll keep your windows open whatever but stay in the car it was just more for her to get out of the house too so she's not always within the four walls um but she was not out of the car um but as time went on and she she begged me just to try at least once she did go in a dollar store to get her because she likes to draw so to get her her um sketchbook and came back out and i noticed right away she put on the lotion um and she got home she washed and she changed her clothes so i was very happy about that but yes the fear was there um since then i didn't i didn't let it break out <laughs> but um i guess the strength is knowing that we've been through this we've survived again yes not i mean i've known two people who have had it one um did pass away one is back to normal um but we we got through this as a human being as 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 we are as a as a mother trying to negotiate all these these um paths you know and um yeah it was i'm very grateful yeah i have to say that um in general mothers have a strength that I would say is basically supernatural because a you guys carry a human being and spit it out and then have to be a mother for the rest of your life so i really commend you guys because like i said i'm an aunt and i go through things but being a mother is really the best thing ever i'll tell you what it's like it's like having um your heart piece of your heart out there in the world yeah, that oh, you wow. can't control. That is there because it's like a piece of your heart is there, and you—it's like yeah. you gotta let it go. You yeah. have to let it go. It's very funny because within the last, um, no, since she went to the school, so she's been at the school for three years because she changed from another one, and um, yeah, when I was able to finally be able, like, to drop her off at school, I was so happy. But what hurt <laughs> was, you know, I'd walk her to the door and then she'd be waving. I'm like, bye, bye, you know, and I'll just, you know, fully walk back. But yeah, uh, now that Abina <laughs> said it in that way, it's like piece of your heart out, out there. Now I will formally apologize to all of the women um, that I've told, but your kid is going to school. Like, what's the big deal? That's life. I get it now. You guys have your moment of, oh my word, you don't understand. I don't. But now I kind of could, you know, yeah, kind of see. Yeah, it's a perfect way <laughs> to say it. Yeah. Until you see your child being poked and pried in a hospital bed, trust me, you won't understand. Mm-mm. That's it. And uh, Samara has gone through that as well. I mean, it's only this year she actually has no doctor appointment. So I'm like so thankful. And, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing. And uh, I guess what we can say is that this has brought us to a different level, this, this time of change. And I, as mothers, I guess we're learning as well that we don't want to go back to the norm. We've found things out, you know, that have given us that strength to know that we can survive anything, you know? So that's what I just think. But it's the truth. You could, you could take it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you guys already have been through a lot as mothers and now you have this, pandemic that's forcing you to basically be a parent 24 7 and you're all still sane i hope so yeah. you know you know you've done so much <laughs> you should be like yeah it's me i'm the shit but yeah 
Not quite, but yeah. So I want to know if you ladies have anything to say either about yourself or about your child or about the situation. Um, Tisa, we could start with you. Um, after listening to your other podcasts, put God first, trust God, you know, um, that definitely rings true for us as well. Um, I, I've got so many testimonies just within the past week, let alone the whole pandemic time or even my, my child's whole lifetime. Um, so yeah, put God first and you know, everything else will follow in place as it should. Testify Thursday. We have at this point every other Thursday, 7 o'clock p.m. on YouTube. The email address is testifythursdaytisa, and Tisa is spelled T I S A, at gmail.com. So testifythursdaytisa at gmail.com. You'll find me live there. There's postings as well um, from the past. And it's basically just giving God thanks and praise. Um, giving positive vibes out there to everyone and anyone who will listen. Um, we share things that happen in our lives that um, that have changed us for the better um, or have given us a lesson in life. And as well, play some music as well that um, inspires us and uplifts us. So that's Testify Thursday with Tisa. Definitely, I agree with that too. Put God first, and um, um, also remember to take care of yourself too, because you are important too. Because you're the caregiver, but if the caregiver is not working out, the caregiver cannot take care of the people that are that needs the care. So also remember to take care of you, your body, and like to feed your body the right things and do the right things for your body. Like yes, exercise and eat all all real foods and yes treat yourself ever so often but yeah remember to take care of you yes so true and to know that that that's going to be passed on to them and they're watching you do this you can already see that you know the impact we're making um it's it's just a, a wonderful feeling to know that we're all together um in this, in this, in this um, time of need, but also in this time of revelation, you know what I mean? Um, I believe we're here to learn a lesson and we're all learning it at the same time. And uh, I'm grateful for that, actually. I'm very, I'm very grateful for that. And I'm actually feeling blessed. Um, I mean, yes, we put God first, um, but I feel it. You know what I mean? I'm feeling the energy of the positive energy before it was just like it was up and down, up and down, up and down. Now it's, it feels tangible. It feels good. Thank you for joining us on Free Talk. Having this conversation was great as we had Bina and Tisa with us to share about motherhood and now we are living in the current 24-7 parenting. Parents out there, I know we are going through, what we are going through actually, <laughs> but we are strong and our kids are a blessing most of the time. <laughs> but let us know the good and the not so good moments that you're having at home. And let's have this conversation. You can send us a voice message on our podcast. You can also email us at freetalk.ca at gmail.com. This has been Aya and Shani. Celebrate parents and all they do. Be safe out there. Until the next episode, bye. <laughs>